Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. From the world's first officially recognised sim racing group, it's the Tora Radio Show. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of the Tora Radio Show here on RadioLeMans.com. As ever, I'm Matt Hunter. And I am joined because, well, by now, you must know by now, dear listener, I am joined by the Mr. Jordan Groves. Hello. Now, we don't technically have a guest this week, um, but we kind of figured that three voices are better than two. So we've woken Ben up from his um, uh, fortnightly slumber, and, and I believe we have him on the line somewhere. Good morning, Tora. There we go. We got desperate. TLDR. <laughs> just, just be glad I didn't pull out my Robin Williams impression for that. I don't think. That's a, I Good, but oh no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I, We've already we... insulted many people with various impressions I... over the years. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just sort of thinking it's a bit too close to home at the minute, isn't it? So let's not go there. Um, oh, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can, you can by at the real underscore tour on Twitter. Head over to the uh, Radio Show Limited Listeners Collective uh, on Facebook and obviously um, chuck us some questions on there if you want us to talk about some bits and bobs. I think we all know what we'll be talking about later on. Um, there is actually some... Well, I don't know I don't know if it's annoying necessarily, but last, last week uh, we had a... Uh, press release come out. No, not that one. If you... It's about a gay. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, a new title that's good. This is going to this is going to be the sort of sort of episode I think where we're all going to need some Alka Seltzer afterwards or some or, or probably a, or a or a darkened room and some and a, and a poultice <laughs> on your head. Um, so Project Cars, hey, what? <laughs> Project Cars Three, ladies and gentlemen. Don't, Matt, do, don't you mean Project Grid for Speed Three? <laughs> shift I'm trying to think of I a said worse shift. one hang on <laughs> I definitely said Matt, shift you can't say that word on there <laughs> <laughs> well how else do you change gear anyway, anyway uh, I think literally the best the thing to, radio show. <laughs> I think literally the best thing to come out of what we're about to talk about was the fact that um Corvette C8. Is it, is it C8R? C8R. It doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well as a C7. Um, is the poster child for this particular yes. edition of the game. Um, first game first game re- released. First game teased so far that's shown this in the virtual world, which is very cool. Um, mm-hmm. And that's pretty, and as far as I'm concerned, that's pretty much where it ends. Pretty much, <laughs> yes. Um Unfortunately, well, let's back up a little bit. We talked a couple months ago about Codemasters acquiring Slightly Mad Studios. Yes. Um, after Slightly Mad Studios tried to do their own thing, making their own console, it didn't really work out that well. Um, so we hypothesized back then that we would eventually get a game with Project Cars Physics um, and Grid's general approach to everything. Very motorsport focused. Mm. Um leaning towards near uh, a little bit towards the sim side of the simcade stuff that we kind of expect from codemasters when you have like f1 um the f1 series as a whole really um unfortunately everything that we've seen from project cars 3 so far it looks like it's gone the other direction yes. entirely which is well, alarm bells rang for me when pretty much I can't remember how long the trailer is. It's a good few minutes, isn't it? It's it's like three or three, it's three, like three minutes. minutes or so. I think. When yeah. when I'd say the first half of that entire video um, was uh, effectively torque and street racing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, those have places in the um, in Don't the video so. game racing there we world. Go. Yes. But not really in sim racing. Sim racing celebrates simulating racing on um, 
on like you know tracks a very motorsport environment not so much the um going out on the street and doing things mm. that could be considered illegal in certain countries Most, municipalities depending where you are yes one thing i um, like one thing i did like about this whole um situation was that um the trailer came out, and very, very quickly, the alarm bells were ringing here in our in our group chats about, oh, is is this is this going the wrong way? And we were pre- we were kind of preparing ourselves for several weeks, maybe months of speculation, and then they released gameplay. <laughs> yes. Now the gameplay is what really confused the most of us because it it looks very arcadey. The yeah. hard there's like little checkpoint markers mm-hmm. for for where you need to go on the track. It, it it kind of looks when you, of all the racing games that there are out at the moment. It kind of looks the close the the closest thing I can compare the actual look to is ar- an arcade game at like a, a seaside or something like that. Yeah, the graphics it, look nice. I'd have said it. it's very it's very pretty. Shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shift is a, a perfect, yeah. and you can definitely see the DNA in Shift in this. And is that necessarily a bad thing? Well. We saw quite different opinions online uh, immediately following the, uh, the announcement. And uh, Chris Hay, a, a rising uh, content creator, very, very good guy, uh, go and subscribe, um, kind of took an overview kind of look for it and said, there are plenty of fantastic sims out there, which there are. It's undeniable. You've got iRacing, you've got ACC, et cetera, et cetera. What this game, if, if it's lined up correctly, could be, is direct competition to stuff like Forza, to stuff like Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. which needn't be necessarily a bad thing if it is done right. Now, Slightly Mad Studios' history does make that if pretty big, because it's safe to say that we've all kind of been burned by project cars in the past a little bit. Well, so well, yes. twice, in fact. And then you've got all this outward exterior of it. The, the graphics look fantastic the car lists look fel- relatively modern forza motorsport work on that yeah. and it, it looks as though however it's going to be arcadey and yet the um developers behind it have said that it's going to be more realistic than its prior iterations yes but so, we've, we've seen that and people have said that but yeah people also noticed in the game pre- gameplay trailers is that the pit entrance and exits are all blocked yes. on Imola, which you know Interlagos. Interlagos, sorry. <laughs> they better uh, give it a bye, it's fine. It, it's been a long week. Um <laughs> so pit strategy is a huge part of racing and they've kind of eliminated that. So that causes more concern for me mm. is that I think that when they went to compete against Forza and Gran Turismo Sport, they just went too far in the one direction and have basically made an arcade racer. Mm. I think Which it needn't necessarily be a bad thing if it's pulled off well. Yeah. I, I yes, think, but what, again, slightly mad studios. Yeah. I said what what sort of confused me the most, bearing in mind this new alliance for Code Masters that they have, uh I think Interlagos was actually touted to have been in Two, but never actually yes. materialised. Um, but you look around the circuit, and it's still got all these fictitious, um, all the fictitious sponsors, mm. which, is, which is an mm-hmm. SMS thing. But you think with the with like the 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 amount of licences they must have through Codemasters, why have they not gone for? I mean, we are talking about a developer that put a bloody great circus in the middle of Brands Hatch. <laughs> Let's never forget that that was Very a good thing. Point. Mm. You know, the abomination that was that, and <laughs> screens that are about eight stories high at Paddock Hill Bend, um, which is just ludicrous. Um, you know, there is. You're right. It, it's clearly going to be more arcadey. I just really hope that that is how they market it, and they don't try and say, no, no, mm. no. We're trying. You know, we're, we're trying to be all things to all people, or that would be the underlying message. Yeah. Um, which which no which nobody wins from that, not really. Yeah, because let's be clear. I mean, there's no nothing wrong with having an arcade game. We, we've we've said yeah. time and time and again. Yes, our personal preferences as a whole would be towards sim. Yeah. But a good arcade game is absolutely fantastic. And if this game 
one of the concerns I've got is, is this the end of grid? I think it might well be because it seems as though they're merging it. But if they can essentially blend grid and project cars and take like take last year's grid release, it's I'd say it's pretty much dead already. Mm. Uh, it, it just was not successful. If they can take that mm. model, which has proven to be really good in the past, update all the car lists and make them fantastic, get all the track lists and make them fantastic, bring the two things together and you've got a really good grid title there's nothing wrong with that that'd be absolutely astounding as long as there's also what what i presume well what certainly seems to be the case is what's happening with the with their rallying branch and Mm. rumored to be happening with formula one as well is that they mirror that with a very very simulator based title as well yeah so if you have access to the grid name and the project cars name then that's what you do you make the grid the more arcadey of the two you make project cars the more simmy of the two it's it would be quite a good model if they can get that going because yeah as we as we've said in the f1 esports um events in the past it is the the entire championship is let down by the fact that the game pales into insignificance compared to iRacing it just it just seems less realistic it's less engaging in my opinion so if you can have a successful model where you have one title that's arcade based one i one title that is sim based best of both worlds you're appealing to both markets that's what nascar have with the heat properties and then with iRacing it, it's perfect you cover all the bases yeah there's another aspect of this that we haven't really discussed yet um project cars the name cars is an acronym it's and i can't quite remember the i believe it's community assisted racing simulation yes yeah yeah well so, um, best you remember that. yeah yeah <laughs> i was scratching my head there for a minute <laughs> yeah the last part of the name simulation if hmm. they're going away from the simulation side they've effectively re- they made their entire name redundant what could we change the name to? Was it Project Cara, really, isn't it? Cara, yeah. <laughs> and actually, actually no, actually no. It'd be, now, it'd be. Pretty, you're pretty community much assisted, community assisted racing arcade title. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we need another R in there. Uh, Project Carrot. That's fine. Carrot. Because <laughs> yeah. it's going. Good oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because before you know it, it'll be on Xbox. Xbox Gold for free. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should probably move on. I think I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um should we talk about let's talk about well let's talk hold about, on. Um just general reminder, Project Cars three is available later this mm. year. We're kinda of dubious between the three of us whether we're gonna buy it or not. Mm. Um your main platforms, PS4, Xbox One, PC. And there's two things wrong. I'm just gonna quit I have to do this very quickly. Three things wrong with what you've just said there, right? Firstly, <laughs> available this summer, which I don't think you quite said, but that's what they're saying. Which is that's what I said. Which is ludicrously. Pretty quick, sure that's what I said. Which is yeah, it is very quick. Very very quick, considering we we've, we've heard literally nothing about this prior. Yeah. So that's very very quick. <laughs> Secondly, Xbox One and PS4, the two outgoing platforms. The only thing saving grace with that is that obviously all current generation games will be playable on the next generation. So they will still on, be available for those on consoles. It's on just Xbox, they won't be made well on Xbox, but on, on, will PS4 and PS5 work like that? Uh, I believe they actually already said that, yeah. Actually, since we're talking about next generation, I just remembered that um, at, right after the show, at um, the top of the next hour, PlayStation is set to make some type of announcement, and they're expecting... The PlayStation 5 and whatever the next Gran Turismo title is going to be. Gran Turismo 7 and it'll be available in 8K. Probably, yes. Because they've already, tech, they've already tech demoed that a few months, about a year ago. Yeah, so, but 8K, I, like we said before, 8K, 8K is a bit of a gimmick, but well, it let's is. not our, talk about that right Our now. eyes don't see in 8K. It's just, if I take my glasses <laughs> off, they don't even see in 4K. They barely see in standard def when I take my glasses they off. They don't even see in 720p, <laughs> let's be honest. Right. But alas, Matt, Matt, anyway, Matt's eyes are from 1999. <laughs> Actually, from 1984. I'm older than all of you. Uh, Shut away up. from um, members of this, com- of this booth needing to go to an optician's mm. very quickly, we should move on. <laughs> Let's talk about. Should we talk before we go on to um, the the big topic of debate, which I think will take up the majority of the rest of the show? Um, let's talk about 
as it briefly got mentioned in there, let's go. Let's talk about some sim because we we do like sims in there. And let's talk about um, the iRacing content that came last week. Uh, obviously, the the US team did touch on it and that it was coming out. Uh, we've yes. all now we've all now had time to actually uh, spend some time with it. Thoughts? It's brilliant. All of it. All of it's tremendous. I have. And there we go. I haven't <laughs> driven any of the ovals because I'm building up to that. I'm He's too scared. scared, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not scared. I just I want to manage. I want to be able to do circuits first. Yeah. Which actually in the BMW M4 GT4 is extremely fun. Oh yeah, because GT4 cars are just awesome. They are. Um, have you, Matt? Have you driven any of the Cayman GT4 that was released a couple of months ago? I have driven the Cayman uh, GT4, and I don't don't enjoy it very much. I was going to say, uh, have you driven it recently? Because they ta- they did update it recently with no. all of its tire models, and apparently it's a little bit better. But no. yeah, um, there was I, some I, type of there was some type of error whenever they released it in the coding or something. I'm I'm very. I don't way. remember I'm exactly ex- what it was. I'm extremely happy with the GT4, uh, but the the M4 GT4. Um, it sounds very, it sounds bang on. It drives beautifully. You can actually, you can actually start to push very early with it. Um, and the other car that I really enjoyed um, was the, well, I suppose it'd be the F4 equivalent Tartus chassis. Um, USF 2000. Yes, which is equally all, uh, awesome. Absolutely love it. Um, going to enjoy it some more, and right until the point where I went. A little wide old uh, old hairpin and plowed it into, <laughs> plowed it into a fence. Aside it's, from that, yeah, it's fantastic, and I think um, iRacing kind of needed to um, have that slightly lower rung, especially because um, there's the Formula Sprint series, which is used, which is mainly a uh, Class D series, which is meant to build you up on the ladder. And they were using the F3 car, and I thought that was a little bit harsh because that is quite tricky to drive. It's also, but the, but the F- it's also a, a redundant chassis now, isn't it, pretty much? Delara? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, but yes, uh, the, the, the USF 2000 is a nice little step below that. It's You can properly rag it around. It's not really going to kill you that often, but it will if you mm. mess about too much. Yeah. And then, obviously, the other addition that they added was the Road to the um, uh, Indy Pro 2000 the other edition from the Road to Indy ladder. That is great fun. I absolutely adore that. And I'm not saying that just because I'm an IndyCar biased <laughs> person. It is it is just fantastic. Uh, that's the replacement for the Pro Mazda. So you've driven if you've driven that before in iRacing, um, you'll know roughly what to expect. It's just got a little bit more power, I would say. And then, of course, the other thing, me being an Oval fan, uh, really enjoyed from the update was the 1987 NASCARs. Those are outstanding. I absolutely love them. Not just on the ovals. On the ovals, they're mad. Like you'll get, you'll turn into turn one at current Daytona, and you'll be drifting and bouncing and sliding all the way through the corner. It is a, it's just mad. It is mm-hmm. utterly bonkers. And then you take it to a road course, and the thing wants to be a tricycle for three quarters of the lap. <laughs> it is, it, it's superb fun. It is absolutely awesome. It's probably the most fun I've had on iRacing. Fun and eye racing. Who'd have thought? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, mostly uh, that's because I was racing in unofficial races at the time, so it probably it didn't affect my <laughs> SR. Otherwise, I would be crying right now. Do you, know, <laughs> do you know what I would actually quite like? And please correct me if I'm wrong, because I've I've been doing some AI races on eye racing to sort of build up my initial confidence. Because that is one thing I've learned is Christ, I'm behind the times. Mm. Um, it would be nice if that worked into your um your rating a little bit because obviously I can be reasonably good on those but not necessarily yeah I suppose if, if you had the AI above a certain difficulty level yeah. I, yeah, you could have it work that way I run against hot shoes <laughs> I can't remember exactly where that is I thought you I were just saying either. we're wearing inappropriate footwear for a moment 70% alright give or take Okay. They're really good, the AI actually. They are, and they keep good. adding. They keep adding more tracks and um, cars to the AI list, and it, it's fantastic. You wouldn't think that this is iRacing's uh, first foray into AI. They are superb. Yeah, very, very good. 
Um, and as and as Jordan and I both know, they've updated the damage model of our cars as well. <laughs> <laughs> what so are you much trying fun. to say? It's not as if I immediately rolled the USF 2000, went on the first lap. A video that we shared on the tour on the on the uh, tour of Twitter no sooner as we found out about it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. It's Jordan's fault, really, for sending us the video clips of this. It is. It is. You should just come to expect it by now. I like to test oh, every do. single part of the car, including its rigidity. Yes. <laughs> right, let's talk about yeah. let's talk about some... Um, oh, we need to talk about Dirt 5 as well, because there's been yes, some news Dirt on that. 5. Yes, um, Dirt 5 has revealed some career mode and storage details. Oh, God. Um... I'm not going to bore you with all the details. They've brought in a lot of um, what's called them personalities. um, Talent. Talent, yes. To um, bring life to the game. So you have the likes of Nolan North um, and Troy Baker coming in to provide um, their voices. You also have um, the guys over on the um, YouTube channel Donut Media. If you've ever heard of them, um, if you ever heard Jordan and I make a reference to pop up and down headlights, that's their fault. Um, there's also um, Jamie Chadwick's involved with this, um, and there's also a YouTuber by the name of Slap Train, um, who's also um, lended his voice to it. Um, trying to see uh, anything else. There's, it, um, no one, North and Baker are going to be supplying their voices for um, uh, pretty much the main mm. story mode of this. Um, uh, the Donut Media guys are going to be like your in-game podcast guys. It's going to provide like background stuff and like I'm guessing it's going to be like the um, in-game menus, things like that, like cutscenes, stuff like that. Um, the story mode is going to encompass five chapters, several different events, the typical, you know, um, racing story mode. We're going to build up your car list over time to eventually get to the fastest cars in the game. And it's original announcement. Um, it's re- Codemasters have revealed New York, China, Brazil, and Italy. Um, it's also hinted at Arizona, South Africa, and Norway as uh, locations in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Dirt 5 also promises 20 real world brands, naturally including energy drinks, which provide a unique rewards and specific objectives to complete. The fact, you put, uh, the fact you put naturally in energy drinks in the same sentence as decided to, talking about a racing game is a little annoying. Anyway. Yes. And I also realized that I said that I won't bore you with the details, and then I could proceed it to bore you with the details. <laughs> I, so yeah, I, I've, um, if, I've just if been, you I've been scrolling want to read my it, phone for the last three minutes, so <laughs> if you want to read it for yourself, it's available online. But um, it seems like Dirt Five is definitely going back towards its roots of the Dirt of the Dirt games being a little bit more um, arcadey, and then Dirt Rally being their simcade stuff. Um, just a couple of little extra things that I just remembered that happened um, yesterday. Yesterday, uh, iRacing hit three billion laps turned since 2008 when it started that's a wow. most of those billion most of most of um yours jordan uh, recorded as being upside down <laughs> oh ha ha did you see the <laughs> most, um most of, my, sorry, most of mine are on the grass so i wouldn't get too concerned uh did you see iRacing's uh uh vice president steve myers uh he was asked how many incident points were racked up in those three within those three billion laps yeah and um I need to work out how to say this number. <laughs> how many um, commas does it have? Uh, a few. Uh, one, what, two, what? three. Three commas. Really, that's true. <laughs> it's it's truly. Uh, hang on, I, I, I'm not good with numbers, so what I'm going to do is give it to my co-host to work okay. out. <laughs> one trillion three hundred eighty-two million six hundred sixty-five thousand and five incident points. And what? most of that is me rolling. I said yes. five, five, of the, five of those are mine. Sorry. 
avoiding the random. That is astonishing. I love that they have this info. I would love yeah. for them to release like every year, just release like a. You know how Spotify does like a year in review. How dangerous are certain people? <laughs> how dangerous? Who was the worst iRacer this year? Name and shame them. <laughs> you know how they say. You know. You know. You know that hateful word, winningest. Yeah. Oh. There needs yeah. to be. There needs to be. Who was the rollingest driver of 2021? <laughs> it's me. Who's the driver? <laughs> On his roof the most time. The roofiest. No, no, not that. Not that. We were, that's, that's a no, 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 no. Anyway, let's move on. Um. Just, just very, very quickly, one other Welcome. tiny extra bit of new, uh, extra news. W Series uh, have announced that they're doing a uh, eSports series on uh, iRacing as well. Starting soon. I haven't got the details, but that is happening. I saw it yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, would, Thank you, yeah, Jamie Chabick, for posting that. And Alice yeah, Powell, actually. Also, on the lines of, uh, they're a little bit late to the party, but um, obviously we had the sad news recently that W Series won't be continuing this year. Yes. So that's why they're going to be doing it in the um, in the interim. Yes, which I'm is very, fantastic. And yes. very good luck to all the competitors of that. I think it'll be a brilliant, brilliant series. Um, should we just speak of the real series that have been happening? Should we quickly run through what's been happening before we get on to the topic that I think most uh, yes. members of the sim racing community that listen to this show will be wanting us to talk about? Yes, fill the void. Yes, so the this void is, is being filled. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your real world counterpart series roundup of the week. We really need a jingle for that. Um, Can he and... do it in one breath, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> no. So the news <laughs> is. Um... <laughs> There's not really. We're slowly winding down. Um, a couple of these series um, that I'm going to mention had their final races last weekend, so um, soon we'll be back to relative normality, and racing drivers will stop pretending to be themselves when they're actually getting sim racing drivers to race for them. Anyway, so we start off with the virtual GP, which was at Baku last Sunday. Was that was yeah, and it was definitely George Russell in that, wasn't it? And it definitely George Russell, and he actually won. I know, amazing. Yes, yeah, so it was his uh, third win in a row um, on the streets of Baku with Alex Albon and Esteban Gutierrez on the podium with him. Uh, Charles Leclerc was leading the championship heading into the race, but he had a difficult um, event to say the least. He virtually hit everything. Um, uh, cue the, cue the um, I am stupid uh, comments and memes because mm-hmm. you know it's Baku. <laughs> well, he did it um, life, so, last year. Yes. So yes. Uh, as a result, he now has lost the lead of the championship and has 22 points between himself and the new championship leader, George Russell, heading into what will be the final race of the week, uh, uh, the final race next week, rather, at um, the Circuit Gilles Villeneuve in Canada, which will be quite cool. Just um, to just to confirm, you did hear that correctly. George Russell is ahead of Charles Walker <laughs> in points. Welcome yeah, to well, 2020, where the, everything's done, where everything's made up and the points don't matter. What kind of fresh hell is this? And to add to that, Williams are currently leading the team standings with a 24-point advantage over Ferrari, which is, is, it, is the AI and bit, again, is the AI bit you did hear that correctly. Deeply, deeply easy. <laughs> They're on hot shoes level, as the same as Matthew. Um, also in the even in, also in the virtual GP we had the debuts for Sergio Perez and Pierre Gasly. Uh, both of them finished outside the top ten, but um, both seemed to get along with it pretty well. Um, in support of the virtual GP, we also had the virtual Formula Two, which was the final rounds for those for that series. Uh, there, I don't believe there was a, a championship, to, so to speak, of of the drivers. But uh, these uh, this week's races were won by Oscar Piastri. And uh, Louis Delatraz, who won the feature in the sprint races respectively. And then also on the F1 support bill, if you will, was the F1 Esports Pro Exhibition Series race, which was won by Jano Okmir, who was making his debut for Alfa Romeo. Uh, Lucas Blakely finished second for Racing Point and David Tenitza in third. Was he the champion um, last year? He was, yes. And that is, just as a reminder, the Pro Exhibition Series race is not the F1 Esports Championship for this year. That will still be coming up. Uh, on F1 uh, 2020 in a couple of months' time. So yes. um, it's it's kind of uh, the F1 Esports Pro Exhibition Series is kind of serving as a starter, if you like. And the racing in that has been better than both F2 and Virtual GP, basically, because they've got, you know, a full grid of competent drivers. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, and, 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 not... and, not, and no footballers and uh, yeah. the likes. So, um, but yeah, so that will be good to see in a couple of months. Um, the other series uh, that were taking part this week were Supercars. Uh, they had their final two races of their championship at Oran Park and Bathurst. Um, Shane Van Gisbergen won Lights to Flag at Oran Park. 
uh, with uh, Anton De Pasquale and Brody Kostecki completing the podium there. And the final race was held at Bathurst. That was won by wildcard entry Harley Haber. I apologise if there is a different pronunciation of that name. Um, he managed to take the victory ahead of fellow wildcard Kostecki and Chaz Mostert. Uh, fifth place in that race would have been Shane Van Gisbergen, and that was enough to secure him the championship. And um, so, yeah, that's that over. And I think a lot of us have, have shared the same sentiment that Supercars has been the one that has embraced esports yes. the best in terms of the competition, in terms of the broadcast, in terms of the drivers and presenters and the team's attitude toward esports. Mm-hmm. It has been phenomenal and i'm yes. sad to see it end to be honest yes but um no sadly they the... will now be returning uh, preparing to return to the real world at sydney motorsport park on june 27th yes to my knowledge no one from the v8 supercar um well supercars excuse me there'll always be v8 supercars in my heart virgin australia um, supercars yes the supercar grid has also not had drivers rage quit um drivers say things you can't say on the internet um drivers turn up but actually it's not them it's sim racer um ah, but that's where you lie because i would like to um give you a tour radio show exclusive and tell you that i've actually been racing in the place of shane van gisbergen <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know yes. shocking i know but yes and i'll also give it exclusive i've been driving for um scott mclaughlin <laughs> oh wow really yeah that's impressive Oh, yeah. Matt Hunt, Matt's also had a, a role. He he was um racing as he was, was the one who was flipping in the first no, round. I was, cra- um, I, was I was I was Craig Baird. I was sat at home. I was sat at home watching and telling other people how crap they are. <laughs> and then of course we had another series <laughs> moving swiftly onward, uh, wrapping up their virtual uh, real world counterpart virtual series malarkey uh formula e the race at home challenge uh, came to a conclusion thank goodness uh, last sunday <laughs> and all of the drivers on the grid were themselves mercifully um except for um kelvin van der linde who was driving <laughs> tonight da- the role um, of daniel pascal. app's car but Tonight, you yes, know, tonight um, the role of pascal be... verline will be played by <laughs> his, his understudy <laughs> Um, so the uh, final race would be held at Berlin uh, returning to the track and sadly not adding any more um, Formula E tracks to the R Factor 2 service that was a good side effect of this series Um, yeah so they were racing at Berlin the race would be won by Oliver Rowland the championship would be secured by Stoffel van Dorn who would end up finishing 24 points ahead of Pascal Verlein Um, Elsewhere, we also had the challenge grid where the drivers have been competing to uh, win a Formula E test. Uh, that would be won by Kevin Siggy, who will be uh, driving a Formula E Gen 2 car at some point in the future and will also have a place in the BMW Sim M2CS Racing Cup. That's a mouthful. My word, that's a long name. <laughs> that is a mouthful. Anyway. Yes, that was your Real World Counterpart Series roundup yes. of the week. Also remember that we have um, other real world racing counterpart series coming up um this evening on radio lama on rs2 it is the finale of the imsa pro invitational series um at Watkins Glen, so it should be a good event what time does that start again it, it's six thirty eastern so that's about 10, um, 10, half 10 over here i'm guessing give or take something like that yeah. but there also of course there is lama this weekend no that's a good segue, segue. Yes. <laughs> Matt, there's, do you want to two, there's, two, this? there's two things with that because noted the segue, none of us went, yay. We all pretty much sat in silence and went, oh. here we go. It's time for me and Ben to sit back for a little bit as Matt. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, Ben's, no, no. Ben's going to be holding his breath a lot. <laughs> no, we're good. All right. I, I, I thought about, right. So ever since everyone's going to come up, we're going to be talking about that AC, uh, ACO press release that came out the other day. And then was swiftly taken off. I... After a wide variety yes. of communities saying, how dare you? Now, I, I genuinely racked my brain as to how we would approach it, if we were going to approach it at all. Um, because obviously we're on, a, we're on a platform that has pretty close ties with the great race. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we don't want to... We don't that. want to step on anyone's shoes. No, exactly. Um, however, I think from the sim racing community, I feel like it would be a 
it would disservice. It, yes, it would be a massive disservice for us not to discuss this, not to grow discuss it in a grown up way. Yes, we're going to be yes. a little emotive, perhaps. Um, um and, and right no, we will be emotive. Yeah, let's be but, honest, but, and rightly so. Uh, but right, this is. Yeah, this is the Toro Radio Show, and we do occasionally talk about sim racing news. Mm. This, this is is, is this sim is racing sim news. Yeah. Right. Let's first. Um, let's just go yeah. through. Let's, let's. I think the easiest way to do this, guys, is let's because there's so many things wrong with this. So let's break it down. Um, we'll work through it, and we'll just we'll comment in a limited way initially about the initial release, and then we'll we'll go for it at the end. So it started promisingly. Warning! Exclamation mark. Always a good way to start a press release to a, oh, yes. a, a community that you've only just introduced yourself to. <laughs> Misinformation and confusion concerning the 24 hours of Le Mans Virtual. Okay. The 24 hours of Le Mans Virtual is organised jointly by the ACO, our branch, LMEM. No idea either. And motorsport, and motorsport games. Okay, fine. Okay, fair okay. so you're going to clear up some stuff? Okay, 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 okay cool, okay. cool, cool. Competitors were selected <laughs> via an official procedure and are the only teams authorised to take part in the coveted eSport event. Okay, so we kind of knew that. We brace, knew... Bracing. <laughs> coveted. In my experience of things that are coveted, my wife by me, obviously, a very large bar of Galaxy... Uh, my, ga- my gaming PC. All these are in different orders, obviously. My wife's at the very top. I was going to say, is yeah. that in order or no, is no, it no, reverse no, 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 no. order? Because that's very important. But all these... Coveted is a very interesting word to use because for something to be coveted, it has to be known about for a very long time or have some kind of history attached to it. Oh, this yes. Is, this is the very first time that this event has ever happened that the ACO has set up. So how can it be... How can you covet something that has never happened before? I will allow the fact that there is possi- there is the possibility for translatory cons- issues within this. Yes, and I will allow for the fact that we've known for many, um, many uh, months and weeks that this was going to be an invite-only, um, feature mostly factory teams and a couple other people that bought their way in. Yeah, I mean, Redline. I was going to say Redline is, is a proper esports setup, but they're aligned with the race team, so it's fine. Yes. In fact, yeah. it's pretty much real race teams, and if they've gone, oh my goodness, we don't know anyone who can do this, they've aligned themselves with a, with a, with a pretty professional sim racing group to yeah, assist them. Okay. Video Moving games on. that feature the, the circuit de, circuit de 20... Vancatra Heure du Mans under ACO license do not have the right to invite sim racers to take part in or give the impression that they are the organiser of a virtual 24 Hours of Le Mans. I cannot begin to tell you what's wrong with that. Should we, should we break that down? Let's break it down. Well, I was going to say sentence by sentence, but that is one sentence. It's one whole. It's one whole run-on sentence. Yes, with commas. So, do not have the right to invite sim racers to take part in or give the impression that they are the organizer of a virtual 24 hours of Le Mans. Well, I hate to break it to you, ACO, but. You're late to the party because you're, we've, you're we've been doing... extremely, extremely late to the party. We've been doing them for ten years. Uh, we know what organisers who have been doing it on the same platform as you for far longer than you. Uh, mm-hmm. And we know, and obviously, iRacing have been running theirs for, for as long as Le Mans has been in the game. I think that's about eight years, maybe. No, maybe a bit less, maybe five. Not but, far off. But a reasonable off, amount. Yeah. A reasonable amount of time. If you have licensed the, the circuit to developers to have it in their games, you must expect people to want to run a 24-hour race in it mm-hmm. in some kind of manner. That is part of the game, my friends. Yes. Most part, well, hmm, let me approach this in a different way. Um, whenever developers create a motorsport title, um, whether that be iRacing or Forza Motorsports or Gran Turismo or Project Cars or what have you, um, they want to select tracks that are popular. So they have, you know, most of them have Daytona, most of them have Sebring, um, and pretty much all of them have Guama because Guama has that history, that provenance, the 
uh, everyone who is interested in motorsport, for the most part, wants to race at Le Mans in some way, shape, or form at some point in their life. Yeah, That's not any different for sim racers. Because, let's be honest, most of people who got involved with sim racing are people who want to race in real life, but just don't have the means to do so. Yes, that is a broad generalization. No, I will not apologize for it, because that basically fits everyone that's been on this program. Yep. So, when you have organizations like Tora, because while the Tora radio show um, doesn't really, we don't really talk about Tora's events that often, except for last week when we did an entire rundown of um, the top 10 qualifiers in each class of Art Lama, we are primarily a organized sim racing body. We are the world's first officially organized sim racing body by a real world counterpart. You can find this in the gaming edition of um, Guinness World Records. That being said, we've always, and Matt, you can correct me if I'm wrong, we have always run our event in a way that does not give the impression that we are associated with the or the, yeah, um, with the ACO at all. Absolutely. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. Nor have we claimed to be the official ACO um, virtual 24 hours of Lamar. It's always been Torah's 24 hours of Lamar. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's a huge slap to communities like our space that something that we've been doing for a while 10 years, 12 years in some cases, something that we've been doing for a while that you, as the ACO, have come into is not okay now because now they care. I think it's. I think it. The, the, the defense from all from all. The, not that we need a defense, but the defense is fair. Yeah. Is fair usage. You know, it's been yeah. happening for significantly longer that they've decided to suddenly come in and go. Oh yeah, well actually no, we want ours to be the most prevalent one because we're the official one. It's like, okay, but I'm not being funny. I'm not. I'm not obviously. You know, trying to make light of the situation they're running the 50 teams we had 100 yeah you know know, on forza on forza and the difference is is that what the 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 damage that this does it's not so much a case of we want you to stop your uh, stop your racing because ours is more important though clearly that's got something to do with it Mm -hmm. it's also the fact that you're you stand to alienate your own fan base for this because, as Ben rightly said, the, the the majority of the people that take part in these events are people who can't, who haven't got the way, haven't got the ability to go and do this for real, or the only opportunity they're ever going to get to even visit the the circuit is through a sim racing title. Because mm-hmm. I'm not being funny. Going to Le Mans isn't a cheap thing. It's going, not. To, going to any motor racing event is, isn't a cheap thing and this is what I th- I mean we sort of touched on this before when, when some of the drivers were starting to belittle it you, you don't attack belittle beat down your fan base because they've because they're celebrating your event mm-hmm. you, you, you embrace it you encourage it and it, it, it frankly and I, I did use this word it, um, when the report initially came out disgusts me it's absolutely wrong i'm just going to quickly jump to uh the uh radio show list radio show limited listeners collective because there was a, quite a few comments um about this um <laughs> most of them most of them pretty much in agreement in agreement with us you know uh what did i see um bear me two seconds uh johannes galica i believe the word is ham-fisted well yeah far from yeah from that seb scott said hang on deliberate causing confusion some people have been organizing virtual lm24 uh for almost 20 years if anything they're not they are now causing the confusion genuinely uh genuinely reads like a statement for john reaper lesh <laughs> if anyone remembers uh, the, I mean, wow <laughs> mm, yes mm. it's um it's not great is it 
Matthew Hyman also put, Matthew Hyman pointed out the bit that we were talking about video games that feature the circuit to 24 hours and the monitor ACO license do not have the right to invite sim racers to take part. What? He says, I can understand them wanting to protect their eSport event, make it clear it's the only official one, but I find it doubtful that before this year they offered licenses out that included those terms. It's a fair point. It's a very fair mm-hmm. point. I can't imagine any circuits do that. So, anyway, we should let's carry let's carry on with the uh, with the release. So, because um, it gets better. Oh yes. The widespread, You've already read part of it. Yeah, the widespread interest in our event, which will take place on the 13th to the 14th of June, has encouraged certain sites. This this is the bit that really blew my fuse has encouraged certain sites to invite gamers to take part in a 24-hour race, deliberately causing confusion. I don't think... You know, what, like, the comment was, no one's deliberately causing confusion. No. How? As far as... I, yeah. How? I mean, and also, the, the w... follow-up question to that is, who? Because, yeah. because the, vague, believe... the vagueness of that statement... And the broad brush stroke that that paints the sim racing community in the the very enthusiastic, supportive sim racing community is again not very very smart at all. No, it's not. Um, I believe this is directed um, at the virtual endurance championship group that has been running um, 24 hours on Le Mans on R Factor Two for a number of years. I'm not sure how many. But it's, but, it's, but it's on the same platform as their one. But it's is. on the same platform as them. Um, they also do not have the same high bar of entry, which um, they pretty much, if you can qualify to get into the race, then you can race. You don't have to be a factory driver or anything like that. I think my only... Um, see, I'm, I'm just... I, I had a quick look at their... Um, their YouTube setup to see what their screening their screens look like to see if there was anything on there that jumped out as ooh, that's a bit dangerous to have on there nothing on there on screen graphics screams official ACO event it's VEC round 8 24 hours of Le Mans that is what is on the screens and there's no official 24 hour logoing on there that I can yep. see so again not very smart mm-hmm. sorry ben, I believe yeah um, I also believe that they have never like I'm looking at their website now mm-hmm. there's no ACO branding or anything like that um, I'm not even hold on let me check the schedule they further the race as I'll scroll down so I can find it correctly. Uh, 24 hours of Le Mans. They don't, they're not officially um, calling themselves the 24 hours of Le Mans. It's just 24 hours of Le Mans. Um, yeah, I'm not really seeing where this confusion is coming from. I, honestly. The, the problem is, if, if they wanted to do this properly then they should have named the races that they were referring or the organizers of the races that they were referring to because they if they'd done any research whatsoever they would be fully aware of the number of events that go on of this nature around this time of year and at other times of the year they have chosen to plop their race on this particular weekend um because obviously mm-hmm. it, it's the same weekend as the real race would have been Yes, I will also point out that the WEC race in question was last weekend, not on the same weekend as theirs. Yeah, VEC, yeah. Yeah, VEC. What did I say? WEC. Easy well, mistake, easy mistake yeah. to make. Pardon the confusion. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 just ridiculous. It's it's just absolutely. I was I yeah. was apoplectic with rage about it so, initially and I'm not exactly very happy about it. I'm still miffed about it now. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. I mean and I'm going to send these to you two so I can get your opinions. Do those logos look 
extremely similar, or do they just look kind of similar that they used for this race? I mean, I would say kind of similar. I, yes. I wouldn't use as a race organizer. I wouldn't use a, li- a logo that looks that close. I we didn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no I, we, yeah, we, I know yeah, that's yeah. not our one, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's for the for the viewer the the uh, the the logo we're looking at has the the negative space four in it, the two uh, a solid two and an H um, next to it with Lamar written underneath. It's close. Um, but it's not obviously bang on. There's no additional ACO marking on there. They haven't marketed themselves as an ACO event. Mm. Um, but I think that that's not that's not a good enough reason to come out with a press release like that. No. No. Uh, James and... Mus- James Musket on the on the collective also points out that the Google translated copy of the French version is even worse. Um, oh, with okay. and and to be honest, I'm glad they didn't put it out like this. This is false information that the ACO firmly denies, so as to prevent enthusiasts of the 24 hours in esports from being victims of these illicit amalgams. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny if they put it out like that. I think there'd be a lot of people. No, I'm not going to say marching on the ACO because that'd be dangerous. Mm-hmm. But very upset sim raises. And ultimately, I just also want to point this out. Ultimately, they have hurt. The ACO have hurt themselves yeah. because mm-hmm. another uh, popular title that does 24 hours of Lamar, if I can even say that now, I hope I'm not cre- I'm not hope I'm not breaking copyright law by saying 24 hours of Lamar. Shakus. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, iRacing has decided to rename their event the Virtual Multi Class Racing in the French Countryside. They haven't really, surely. Exactly. They sure. have. They fully have on Race Spot TV, which does basically all the mainstreaming for iRacing, their big events and things like that. The name of the stream has changed to Virtual Multisport Racing in the French countryside. Your oh. <laughs> house as well. <laughs> I. Uh... I hope that that was done in jest in life. Oh, it fully was. R- yeah. Rather than <laughs> they they were forced to change the name and I, then yeah. made a joke I, out I, of it. I am so, I say, I, say, I, th- I think t- tongue was firmly pressed against against cheek for that one. Ooh, Actually, I feel like so. that's a better name. I think that is a better name. I, if I'm race spot, I'm copywriting that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert Northway also also put up. It's a bit pedantic by the ACO. Put it this way: I have done either 2.4 or full 24-hour. We did a 2.4 hours of Le Mans um, before we started doing the, the full tw- uh, 24s. Okay. Um, for about many, 19 many or... other organisations do 2.4 hours. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for about 19 or 20 years, that have uh, always been called either the 2.4 hours of Le Mans or 24 hours of Le Mans. Uh, putting out a statement like that only makes them look stuck up and petty. So French. <laughs> steady, steady, steady. Ben's opinions are his own. Yes. Uh, Someone had to make a joke. And the the thing the thing that really annoys me about so, so basically they're really annoyed that they're that they're not getting the limelight on this. My feed has been festooned with posts from this. Yes. From this, from this race, like to the point it, of spam, it's it's just been festooned. <laughs> Yes. Um, and yet, the the one question that everyone posts on nearly every single thing, how can I watch it? How can I watch? Yes. How can I watch this? At? It's still I not a hundred percent. It's still not a hundred percent apparent how you can watch it. If I'm honest, yes. yes. And all we do know is that see... streamers such as Jimmy Broadbent aren't actually going to be allowed to show external cameras during the events yeah. when they stream it because of some. So there's been some kind of order from the organizers saying that they can't do that for um fear i assume that it would take away views from the broadcast but we don't know where the broadcast is coming from yet (laughs) i did right before or um actually no it was yesterday and i'm seeing if i can find it now i did see a map that shows where you can watch it in your country. I'll see if I can find I did, it I did, while we're no, finishing I, up the show. I did see that, except for I immediately looked for Britain and couldn't see anywhere on Britain that I could watch it. <laughs> so, so, so Jimmy Broadbent stream it is then. Yes. 
Still searching. It got married. That's the thing. It's, they haven't exactly made a good job of marketing this, have they? Not the only have they published hardly any details. Look at the ACL on Twitter see if I can find it. The, the, the thing was, is they as I just said, it's been coming up in my feed all over the place. Like, like some irritating insurance ad that you don't need popping up on your Facebook every two minutes. So you've got that going on. So I just started hiding it because it was getting too much. It's, they're so desperate for it. In my, my again, my opinion, so desperate for attention, so desperate for this race to go well, to 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 the detriment of everybody else who's been doing it. We don't want to listen to you experts. We don't want to hear from you. We're not interested in your opinion about this, that, or the other. We're interested in our race and our race alone. Because look, we've got all the official teams. And ah, there it is. <laughs> found it. You've you've just found it. Yes. <laughs> Um, oh dear! <laughs> uh, I we will have to retweet this from the Torah account uh-huh. just so that people will be able to see it. But it's mostly there's a couple worldwide um, streams that you can watch, um, but it's also broken down pretty much by country in most cases. It looks like the worldwide one. It's on a uh, a uh, program that shall not be named. Which means it's also potentially a paid stream, which I'm not oh. going to give it any time then. They so, fully, all of these are paid streams. streams. Basically, what we're, basically, what we're saying is, ACO, you don't get it. Mm. We want you to get it. Yeah. But you don't get I it. I mean, look at the last couple of weeks. We've been really excited for this event. And it's yeah. the grid is absolutely phenomenal. I don't think there has ever been an esports grid like this. It is stacked. Yes. But when you come out all guns blazing against all of the people who have been there before you and laying the groundwork for you to do such a momentous event, all of that enthusiasm is going to go away. No, because there's a lot there's a lot of people that they'd need to get on side before the, before this event would have would be a figures based success. Yeah. I.e. the people who think that sim racing is stupid and they wouldn't watch it anyway. So they probably still won't. Mm-hmm. Um the sim, also, racers, the sim racers who have been doing events like this on other titles and think, oh, well, I really like the mom because that's why I do that. Defense. So we'll give this a bash and see what that looks like. And then a small group, I'm guessing, of sim racers who would just watch it anyway and a small group of YouTube enthusiasts who would watch it because Jimmy's doing it. Yeah. That's not that many people. Yes. Also, ACO. If you wanted this event to be viewed in the United States, why did you have them put it on ESPN2? <laughs> Is that the equivalent of putting it on BBC4? BBC3. BBC3. Oh, what, yeah. the one that doesn't exist anymore? Yes. Oh, BBC, oh no, BBC, uh, oh, BBC4 is far too classical, darling. Um, <laughs> I forgot about I'm, that. I'm trying to... It's... You... It, it doesn't come with your... I don't think it comes with your typical cable package in the United States. It might not. It might. I honestly don't remember because I've cut the cord and then <laughs> I haven't had cable for 10 years. PBS for you, then. <laughs> no, it's called Netflix, Hulu, and <laughs> and um, Motor Trend on Demand. Oh, fair enough. Other streaming sites are available. Of course. Yes. <clears throat> Anyway, so that's our rant about that. Yes. Um, I think the conclusion... Basically, basically, ACO, be better. Yeah. Um, yeah, is essentially... Know your audience. Yeah. Know your, yes, know your audience. Uh, and on that, we're basically near the end of the show, which is quite... Um, I kind of want to end on a happier note than that, because that's really... I don't want uh, people. Well, there's enough, there's enough grumpiness in the world to start with. I don't think we need to. I, add to I it. can talk about Taurus Global for thirty seconds or less. Yeah, do thirty. Do you have thirty seconds? Okay. Who won then? Um, the winner was Red Bull Racing Esports. Actually, <laughs> good. Despite having a disconnect in the middle of the race, they were able to claw back the distance and were able to win overall over the THR Esports entry, um, which is basically THR. Esports is basically what the Williams Esport was at the beginning of the year, but it's been all the drivers move over to THR anyway. Um, in GT, we had Zim Zebra's coaching school coming home in first place in their Ford. Yes, a Ford finally won Le Mans at Tora. 
after several years of not being competitive at all. Um, over the Rise Motorsports GTs with two Forleys in their Ferrari GTE, basically. So um, thank you to all who took part, had patience with us whenever live timing went down during the middle of the night when I was asleep. <sighs> and um, be sure to check out Tora. Like, stay tuned to Tora socials, the Discord, and the forums for whenever we announce the next endurance event in the next coming weeks. There you go. Another, yet another endurance race coming up from the good people at Tora. Hopefully, another record-breaking one, as was uh, the Tora 24 last weekend. As as was the tour the Daytona 24 in January, as was the Sebring 12 in February, and the Bathurst 12 in on April. I'm I mean, sensing a trend. Yes, me too. Uh, thank you ever so much for listening, everybody. I've been Matt Hunter. Ben has been Ben, and surprisingly thought and surprisingly thoughtful. And Jordan Excuse has me, sir. and Jordan has been extremely informative. Thank you ever so much for yeah. listening. See you next time. Bye for now. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.